All right, well, good afternoon, Joe. Hi, Mike. How are you today? I'm excellent. Tell you, so we are here. This is our 12th episode of the Mortgage Update with Mike and Joe. We're super pumped to be doing this live. On a special location. Special location on Skinny Atlas Lake. We are actually currently sitting at the Sherwood Inn. The Sherwood Inn is a beautiful spot. Um, You know, uh, today also marks... um, you know, really the fourth year that yep. we have been in central New York. And today we're having our fourth um, boat cruise where we invite some of our referral partners and realtors to join us. We're excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be so great. Like we had a great night and, um, you know, we really want to kind of pause and, and thank them for their support because we wouldn't be here without that. Absolutely. Um, so we're excited about that. So Joe, I know you got a couple little tidbits to share with the Yeah, so just uh, the, lake. the name Skinny Atlas. Do you, have you ever thought about what the name Skinny Atlas means? Or maybe you already know. You know what, Joe? I don't know. It actually means Long Lake. Long Lake. So Skinny lake. Atlas got its name. Uh, for, it's an Iroquois name. Okay. It means Long Lake. Um, they also named the Finger Lakes because they appeared to, like a handprint okay. to them. That's so. Right. Um, you know, that's just a little piece of trivia that I, that's I, a little, great little research. It's actually, and it is a long lake. I, I believe it's uh 16 miles long. Okay. Okay. So. Cool. And it is a beautiful place. So, um, if you've never been here, I encourage everybody to, to come and see it. It is an amazing place, especially around Christmas time. Yeah, it is. Yep. You got right. They got, they do, um, a Christmas carol and people are decked out and it's really, yeah. really cool. Or the tour of the lake that we're about to do, which right. is also pretty awesome as well. Exactly. So, so. So, um, so listen, let's, um, jump in to real estate, the market, et cetera. Um, market continues to be hot, Joe, but can you share just a little update on what we saw in June? Yeah. So, you know, looking over these numbers from June and then also taking into account they're from June. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, in, in the month of June in Monroe County, uh, we continued to be, uh, have high percentage over list, right? right. We're 17% right. over list. Now there was, and when we look at this data, we, we, we advise, now we've started sharing this data out. Right. You know, you have to look at what's going into the data. There was one home uh, in Rochester that sold uh, at 80% over list. So if you remove that one out of that average, it takes it down to about 14 and a half percent. So this is kind of, this is the time last year, and I don't, I don't like to open up sore wounds for you, Mike, but around the time that you sold your house last year, where we saw offers coming in the month of June and, or or late June, early July, where those, where those numbers really started to dip. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, through some conversations with agents uh, earlier this week, coming off of the 4th of July week, I heard there were 140 homes that were past delayed negotiations. So that's a big increase over previous weeks. Correct. And, you know, that those, those, that model of the house flying off the market right away, right? Getting past the late. Now, again, we were coming off a holiday week. I think some realtors did plan for that as well as how they set their delayed negotiations up. But that to me is a great time if you're a buyer. Mm-hmm. If you've been on the sideline, you know, yes, interest rates are up, but if you've been wanting to buy that house, this is kind of your window here, right? Yeah. That the market's it's not cooling off completely. It's still hot, but it's 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 there's more opportunity. Right. I think you know, Joe, you bring up a great point. I mean, today we got some good news regarding the inflation front. Yep. You know, so at least it moved in the right direction. Rates ticked down a little bit. A little bit. Um, so that's gonna help a little. But going back to your point, this is a great time for you to re-engage with your buyers. We have numerous buyers that have lost out on homes. 
And, you know, is if, if what happened last year occurs this year, it's going to be a great time for a buyer to re-engage. That's what we're doing. And we're working with our agents to make certain that those buyers um, get their updated pre-approvals, cash pluses, so that they're in the best position to win. Yep, absolutely. So, so, so. you know, it, just a couple highlights, those hot pockets like we talk about uh, in, in Monroe County, you know, the 14622 zip code, we had three sales uh, in that area. They were going on average for 28.9% uh, over list. Um, one four four five zero was very hot for the month of June for us. We had eight sales in in Fairport, um, and the average was twenty seven percent, roughly twenty six point nine five over list. I will say for the first time, like we had two appraisal issues uh, in Fairport, mm -hmm. and um, it, it, it's just the but market. Both those right? transactions, both closed. those transactions still closed, but they did come in short. You know, the buyers have given the the appraisal guarantees to cover right. the, the appraisal gap. So, uh, but it, you know, just uh, first time we've seen two and one zip code coming. Right. So that right. was, that was kind of uh, important to note there. And then in Monroe County and surrounding counties, there were uh, two out of 130 transactions that actually sold under list price. Two out of 130. Two out of 130. That means 98 and a half percent of the sales were at or above list. Right. Um, so just a. How about here, Joe? What would you see? So in, Onondaga and yeah. surrounding, um, you know, we were looking at um, the average uh, for Onondaga and surrounding was seven uh, percent over list. So not as high as as, as Monroe, which is it follows the path. Sure. Um, the one three one three five zip code was the highest at forty two percent over, um, and then in Syracuse one three two two four we had two sales. Um, 27 and a half percent over um, four of the zip codes were over 20 percent mm -hmm. in, in Onondaga and surrounding. So um, just a, a different little bit of a different market uh, that we're seeing. We're seeing more FHA, more government business being right. accepted out here, um, which is great. That's great that's news. That's an underserved mm -hmm. community, uh, VA, FHA, USDA, et cetera. So, you know, it's a tale of two markets, but I think we're, we're crossing that point of the year where it becomes a tale of two years as well. Right. right. The, the market, that little shift that we're seeing in the market is is, is coming. Um, and if history repeats itself as it did last year, there should be some opportunities for buyers specifically looking to buy right now. That's great. That's great. So listen, we're going to make a little segue here. So we're excited um, to introduce what we call our the GRB power tools. Oh, so I forgot to bring my drive. I know. I, you know, I'm always walking around with a tool belt around my house. My, you know, no, I'm, that's a joke. I'm, <laughs> I can't fix a thing. Um, but you walk but, around in a toolbox. But anyway. I, yes, I do. Yeah. So but one of the things, though, that we, we want to do is that what we have found, you know, we, Joe, you and I probably hosted, you know, at least probably 25 different workshops with realtors. And they continually ask us, you know, about, they want to learn more about our products, our programs, and about our tools. Yeah. You know, um, you know, a few Months ago, you talked a lot about, you know, how the Cash Plus program works and how that can help buyers win. Um, what we are going to be doing here at GRB is we're going to be putting together kind of a library of content that goes through each of these power tools in a very quick, succinct way so that the agent knows how to use them and, frankly, helps them sell more homes. Yeah, absolutely. So the first one that we wanted to, to talk about was 
you know, the GRB Mortgage Express app. We've had it for how long, Joe? We rolled it out right before COVID, actually, which was a godsend okay. because, you know, we moved into this world of, of going from face-to-face -face meetings, taking those applications face-to-face, -face, meeting with customers into a virtual world. And had we not had our GRB Mortgage Express app, it would have been a lot more difficult. So, right. you know, what the GRB Mortgage Express app is, is it's our online application. Mm -hmm. Um, it has uh, a feature where uh, I can partner with a real estate agent mm -hmm. and they can share my application with the customer that they're sitting with so they can complete it right there. Mm -hmm. I get notified as soon as that that, that gets shared with the customer. Um, I also get notified every time the customer opens the app, mm -hmm. which is great because now I can kind of stalk people without stalking them. And you know, Joe, and too, we also, you know, we always get asked, you know, what's my payment on this house? What's my pay payment on that house? And, yeah. you know, the app can help with that you too, You beat me right? to the best feature. It okay. has a calculator. And, okay. um, you know, the, you can go in and run run numbers mm -hmm. on that calculator. We can issue the prequals through the app um, so that um, buyers or agents can go in and update their own prequal right. and reprint it or regenerate it uh, as long as it doesn't go over the maximums that we set. Um, so a lot of features um, that, again, can be uh, utilized within the GRB Mortgage Express app. So including the, like we talked about, the calculator, uh, the notification. So if I'm if you're a partner of mine and we talk to a customer, let's say in January mm -hmm. and they went on the sideline for a little while. Right. Now they, you know, oh, I want to run some numbers. I saw a house I like and I want to put some numbers in the calculator. You're going to get notified as soon as they open that app up. And so am I. Mm -hmm. So one of the two of us could pick up the phone and say, hey, you know, I'm just checking in to see how things are going. Um, when in reality, we know they, they just opened their app. That's cool. Yeah. So, so so what we will be doing is is we will be um, pushing out uh, basically a, a reel, if you will, as well as a video that shows each agent how they can use this um, and some of, and how they can actually help them track their their clients. The calculator tool is huge. So this is just one of many tools that we're going to introduce to you every single month. All right. So Mike, in addition to the, the GRB power tools, you know, another segment that we're interested in or excited to add to the, the podcast is just the home buyer preparation, right? right? How do you prepare for buying a home? And within this section, we're going to talk about just different, not only, um, things that are coming down the pike as far as changes, but things like I'm changing my name. Um, I got, you know, the topic we're going to talk about today is student loans, but different things that you need to do as you're preparing to go down this journey of home buying. So on the topic of student loans in the news, and I'm sure you've seen it, right? There's um, 40 million buyers or borrowers are about to resume repayments on their student loans. And um, that's the it, student loans are the second largest debt after mortgages, second mm -hmm. largest household debt after mortgages. And what the studies show is that in 2019, on average, um, tens of millions of borrowers were paying between 100 or 200 and 299 dollars a month in their student loans. So what they're anticipating is that nearly 10 billion dollars of payments that need to be made to these student loans are going to be kind of coming out of borrower spending. Right. Because now, you know, we've had almost three years now of not having to make these payments uh, because of the COVID forbearances that were just forced upon everybody. You didn't choose it. Just your, your student loans got deferred. And initially, you know, from the mortgage side of things, we had to kind of scramble to figure out how do we make this work? Because mm -hmm. now we went from uh, being able to use an income driven repayment plan to having to use one percent or half a percent to qualify for the for the housing payments. Now we're going back the other way. Right. Uh, so, you know, the biggest thing that we're advising people on now is if, if you want to buy a house, 
in the next year or two years. Um, the best thing that you can do for yourself is get yourself onto one of those income-driven repayment plans. Mm -hmm. Because we've seen income-driven repayment plans that have you know a balance of $40,000, let's say, which if we had to use 1%, we would have to use $400. Right. Or if we used a half a percent, we would have to use 200. In some instances, based on the income level, that payment could be zero. Mm -hmm. It could be $50, 50 bucks. right? Mm -hmm. So right. it makes a big difference in qualifying and buying power. Mm -hmm. um, the key is that you have to be on that plan at the time of closing. Mm -hmm. It usually takes three months or so to, to get onto the plan and for it to start. So if you were thinking of buying a house in the fall, it would behoove you to start that paperwork now to get on that income-driven repayment plan so that in the fall, when you go to qualify, you're qualifying based on that lower payment versus the half a percent or the 1% of the student loan that we have to use. Right, right. So I know that this is going to become in phases. There's still some things up in the air with the different plans and legislation that they're trying to, to, to uh, pass. Mm -hmm. But right now, as it's planned within the next month, I believe it is that these all these student loan payments need to come back in and you know, it's going to have some impacts on, you know, like we talked about earlier, right? Consumer price index came down mm -hmm. um, because people are spending less mm -hmm. and the cost of goods isn't, isn't going up as quickly, right? So now this people spending even less because now they have to make payments to their student loans and that takes some, a lot of money out of the economy. Right. It, it does. And I think, you know, one of the things that I know way back in the day, about five, six years ago, we used to just host workshops just specific to student loans and understanding um, options, understanding how those student loans could be restructured. Um, because just because you contact your student loan provider doesn't mean that you're getting the, you know, the best response. So I think we're going to have to dust that off yep. and get out there, get in front of it so that we can inform uh, our realtors, their clients, um, so that people can make the best financial decision. Yeah. So, okay, great. One thing that we just want to kind of, you know, close with is that, you know, we're, again, we're excited to be here, um, you know, but next month is a big month. When we come back and we do our August podcast, we will be doing it live from the Buffalo Bills training camp. So the journey begins, Joe. It starts. The journey begins. We're going to have some new fun segments on the Bills. I, I'm excited. So. You got to dust off your hat. You got to bring hat. that back. Yep. Um, so we're super pumped to, about, you know, bringing back the Bills, you know, again to our podcast and as they – embark on their Super Bowl journey. This Once is again, it. this is it. This is it. This is it. So, all right. Well, again, thank you for listening in. We're um, excited. Joe and I are going to go out and uh, greet the agents that were kind enough to join us for the boat cruise uh, tonight. And uh, we'll talk again next month. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.